I desire steadfast love and not sacrifice the knowledge of God and not burnt offerings. Repent, repent. Come near and listen to the voice of one crying in the wilderness. The voice you just heard was John the Baptist. A voice crying out in the wilderness, crying out, repent, repent, for the kingdom of heaven is at hand. The definition for repentance is to feel such sorrow for your sin and fault, to change one's life for the better. It means to turn around, a complete 360, not halfway, but a complete 360. I'm going to read you a few scriptures because it's truly the word that brings life, faith, come by hearing and hearing the word of God. Acts 3.19 Repent, ye therefore, and be converted, that your sins may be blotted out. When the time comes of refreshing shall come from the presence of the Lord. Ezekiel 14.6 Therefore say unto the house of Israel, Thus says the Lord God, repent and turn yourselves from your idols and turn away from faces, from all your abominations. Luke 13, 5. I tell you the truth, but except ye repent, ye shall likewise perish. Revelations 2, 5. Remember, therefore, from whence thou art fallen, and repent, and do the first work, or else I will come unto thee quickly, and will remove thy candlesticks out of its place, except thou repent. Revelation 2.21 I gave her space to repent for her fornication. She repented not. Revelation 319. As many as I love, I rebuke and chasten. Be zealous, therefore, and repent. I can go on and on, scripture upon scripture. The Lord crying out to us, telling us to repent. Luke 13, 5 was from Jesus when he said, I tell you the truth. But except ye repent, ye will likewise perish. It's time to repent. It is time to repent from ignoring your God. It is time to repent from ignoring his love. For frustrating his grace. And being ignorant of his mercy. It's time to repent from being selfish and hateful. It's time to repent for being contentious and full of strife. It's time to repent from being fornicators and murderers and adulterers and self-lovers. It's time to repent. Enough is enough. 
enough is enough. Unless we repent, we will likewise perish. Not halfway, not God, I'm sorry. You can't just keep going to God and saying that I'm sorry, but continuously doing the same thing over and over again and speak the cliche of he know my heart. He does and he's not pleased. Do you not know that on the day of judgment that Jesus will say to many of us when we cry out, Lord, Lord, depart from me for I know you not. I know you not. You prophesied in my name. You called you you spoke in the name of Jesus. You went to church on Sunday. You went to a few Bible study classes. You prayed a little bit. You got on a prayer call. You evangelized a little bit, but yet I'm telling you to depart from me because I don't know you. You haven't fully repented with all of your heart. You haven't given me your heart. You haven't given me your heart. You've given me empty words and empty promises. And I'm coming to collect pay in full. How long will we frustrate the grace of God? How long will we ignore his mercy? How long are we going to keep playing this game? Riding the fence, being lukewarm. One minute we're cold. The next we want to be on fire. God is not a God who play games. He's a God of his word. And he's looking for a generation of people who would be the people of their word. Not crying repent today and fornicating tomorrow. Not repenting today and lying tomorrow. Not repenting today and being so careless and being so nasty and being so rude to next. Enough is enough. Repent. Tomorrow is not promised. We are dropping like flies. People are dying left and right. And we have no idea what is going to happen when we get on the other side. Too many of us are being fooled by the enemy that there is no afterlife. There is no hell. Too many of us are being ignorant to the fact that God is going to continuously let us live a foul, disobedient, unholy, unrighteous life and still enter into heaven. These are lies. These are lies. He is looking for a generation unspotted and unblemished who walk in holiness and righteousness, not one who walk in excuses. Repent, repent, repent. It is time to walk in holiness. It is time to walk in obedience to the word of God. It is time to stop ignoring the nudges of the Holy Spirit. It is time to stop ignoring the voice of God. He is crying out. He is speaking. He is standing at the door and knocking and we are ignoring him. 
But the day is coming. The day is coming. And we're either going to heaven or we're going to hell. And the only person that can send you to hell is you. You and you alone. God is not taking you to hell. Not even an enemy is taking you to hell. You have the right to make your own decisions of how you want to live your life. Choose ye this day whom you will serve. If it's God, then serve him. But if it's you, serve you. But know that you must deal with the consequences of living and serving yourself. Repent. 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 It doesn't matter how long it's been. It doesn't matter what you are doing, what you have done. Repent with all of your heart, with all of your mind, with all of your might. Go to your heavenly father, get on your knees and begin to repent and cry out for the Lord to forgive you. Begin to cry out for the Holy Spirit of God to be poured out on you to help you live a holy and righteous life. Begin to cry out for the blood of the lamb that will wash you white as snow. Repent because the time is coming and God is going to look for us to give account for what we have done. That on a day of judgment, all of our deeds will be before our eyes. And we can't say the devil made me do it. That is not an excuse that is going to hold up in heaven. We are all accountable for our decisions. Each and every one of us are being told the gospel of Jesus Christ. The whole reason why Jesus have yet cracked open the sky is because he wants each and every individual to hear the good news, the gospel. Because when the time comes, nobody, nobody can use the excuse, I didn't know. Nobody could use the excuse, nobody told me. Because he's sending out, he's sending out his leaders. He's sending out his pastors. He's leading out his shepherds to cry out in the wilderness and cry out, repent, repent, repent for the time is coming. Give your life to the Lord. Serve the Lord. Serve the Lord. The time is coming. No one will be able to stand before God and says, I did not know. You won't be able to use that. You won't be able to use it, family, because he has given each and every one of us the opportunity to repent. Each and every one of us has been given the opportunity to hear the gospel of Jesus Christ. Whether we reject it or not, that is not on God. It is on us. He's giving us the information. He's giving us his word. He has given us life. It's up to us to take it. It is up to us to take it. Revelations 2015 says, And whosoever was not found written in the book of life was cast into the lake of fire. 
Can you honestly say right now that your name is written in the book of life? Is it written in a book of life? Can you say that with assurance and confidence that your name is in that book? Because if you're not sure, now is the time to repent and ask God to forgive you for all of your sins and to be filled with the Holy Spirit of God to help you live a holy and righteous life. Now is the time to cry out and plead the blood of Jesus on you, on your mind, on your body, that you will be redeemed from your sins. Because too many of us are getting comfortable in our sin. Why are you comfortable in your sin? Why are you comfortable? Why are you going to church and still comfortable living the same old life? Doing the same old thing over and over again. How are you comfortable? You shouldn't be comfortable, family. You shouldn't be comfortable doing what you want to do. You shouldn't feel comfortable living a life the way you want to live your life, being rebellious, being disobedient, knowing the voice of God and rejecting the voice of God. You should not be comfortable. But some of us are. And we cry out cliches like he know my heart. I'm a work in progress. The devil has fooled you and put scales over your eyes to think that this is okay. It is not okay. It is not okay. It is not okay and God is not pleased. He is not pleased. So I am here to warn you. Please, please, now is the time. I know you heard it over and over again. You're hearing it. Your mother told you, your grandmother told you, somebody has told you. And here I am, just another voice crying out in the wilderness, but it's serious. More than it has ever been before. If you look around you, you have to see the shift. You have to see that something isn't right. Something is different. There is a, there is a breach in this realm. The enemy is roaming around seeking who he can devour because his time is almost up. And when Jesus cracked open that sky, none of us is going to have the chance because it's going to be too late. Now is the only time you got to repent. Now is the only time you got to get on your knees and cry out to your heavenly father. Now is the time to turn your life around by giving it to Jesus Christ. Now is the time because when he comes, it's going to be too late. The Bible says he will appear like a twinkling in the eye that you could be going about your daily life, doing what you normally do. And all of a sudden Jesus will be before you and you have not given your heart and your life to him. What are you going to say to him? What are you going to say in that moment? What are you going to say in that moment when he's standing before you while you're in the midst of your sin? What are you going to say? What are you going to say, family? You know my heart? That's not going to be enough for him. I want to hear, well done, my good and faithful servant. Enter into my rest. I don't want to hear, depart from me, for I know you not. 
And I don't want you to hear that. I don't want you to hear that. My heart cries out. My heart cries out for you. For you. The one who's going about their daily life as if it's okay. That God doesn't care what they're doing. That they're just living a life unpleasing, unfaithful, unyielding, not surrendering. That it's okay. That God doesn't care. He cares about you. And he do not want you to be separated from him for eternity. Do you know what that means? Eternity is a long time that you will be separated from God. And I think that would hurt more than anything to know that you had the opportunity to walk on the streets of gold, to spend eternity with the lover of your soul, yet you chose to walk in complete disobedience You chose and you made the decision to walk in the opposite direction. You went with the world. You went with the masses. You went with what felt good. You went with what was comfortable for your flesh. You know how that's going to make you feel? To know that this is the decision that you make? That's torment in itself. I tell you the truth. Hell is real. Hell is real and it's going to be your eternal residence if you don't get it together. If you don't repent and give the Lord your life, you're going to spend eternity. Your address is going to say hell for eternity. You can't move. You can't go visit. You can't go to another realm. You in hell for eternity separated from love, from peace, from joy, from laughter, just total damnation, just torment for eternity. I don't want that for you. I don't want that for you, family. This is not me judging. This is me loving This is me loving you enough to say repent. This is me saying, please, I don't want this for you. Too many people hear repentance and they automatically, oh, you judging me. Can't nobody judge me but God. And you write about that. But you ought to be concerned about the day of judgment. He is the only one that can judge. But what is his judgment going to say? What is he what is going to be his rule when he judge? Enter in or depart from me? Are you confident of what he's going to say? Because if you're not, now is the time to repent and begin to walk a life that is pleasing in his sight that you can have a confidence and assurance That you're going to walk in and enter into his rest. I pray you take this and not look at it as judgment. Or she thinks she this or she thinks she that. I I don't understand why people do that. 
People who doing that, they have a passion and they have a love for God and the people of God. And yes, there are some people who out there who are, you know, a little bit too much. But their heart, they mean well. They don't want to see you go to hell. And I'm not talking about the ones who preach repentance and live in an unholy life. I'm talking about your grandmother that's been telling you for the longest. I'm talking about that neighbor that's been trying to get your attention and invite you to church. I'm talking about that co-worker that prays with you at lunchtime. God is loving you enough to send people to you day after day after day to bring you closer to him. But you've been pushing him away. You let things go in one ear and out the other. What happened to us? The enemy has desensitized us to the things of God. We don't care about being holy. We don't care about being righteous. All we care about is what we want, when we want it, how we want it, how many times we want it. Why is that okay? It's not. And I remember being just that. Caring about me, how I feel. What's going on with me? How I how I want things to be done. I remember living that life, being careless about my future, not knowing that my eternal me is looking for the right now me to get it together. If I knew then what I knew now, the decisions I would have made, the choices that I would have made different. To come into this awareness, to come into this understanding of who God is and what he requires of us. I wish I knew before because it's not just about me spending my life in eternity. It's how I would have lived my life then the peace I would have had then the joy I would have had then the confidence I would have had then God has not given us this rule book just to abide and to obey him like robots. He said, I have come to give you life and life more abundantly that everything that I have learned from the word of God, everything that I have learned from being in the presence of God was beneficial to me. It helped me. It helped my mind. It healed my heart. It gave me confidence to be who God called me to be. It benefited me. It wasn't about just giving glory and honor to him. But it healed me. It gave me the abundant life that Jesus promised. So when God nudges at you and when he's knocking at the door of your heart and he's sending people to talk to you, it's not for him. It's for you. He's doing this for you. Because he don't want to send you to hell. Because he don't want to tell you depart from me because I know you not. He wants you to enter in to his rest. But you're not going to be able to enter into his rest. You're going to go into torment. You're going to go into damnation. You're going to be cast into the lake of fire because you're rejecting the love of God. And it's going to be nobody's fault but yours. Just like it would have been nobody's fault but mine's. 
The day that my ears was open to the gospel of Jesus Christ, it was up to me to say, nah, that's not for me. I'm spiritual and all, but I'm good. I had to make a decision. I had to make a decision. Do I want to live a life where I'm miserable and unhappy and rejected and destroyed and oppressed and depressed and lacking all of the beauty that God is offering? Am I going to make that choice or am I going to begin to live an abundant life full of peace, full of joy, full of the anointing that breaketh the yoke and chains and all of the yokes that was on me due to sin? I chose life. I chose life. The Bible says the wages of sin is death. And that's just how I felt like the walking dead. I don't know about you, but I could be honest enough to say before Christ, I felt dead inside that I was just existing. Moving from one point to the next, there was no life. There was no blossoming fruit. There was no growth. Everything was dead. Until I gave my life to Christ and he gave me the abundant life. And I had to make the decision to repent and give my life to Jesus. Or he know my heart. I'll get to him when I feel like it and live a life of sin. That only brought me shame. That only brought me pain. That only brought me disappointment. That only brought me anger. You have a decision to make and only you can make it. This is not about judgment. This is not about pointing a finger. This is about love and this is about your eternal future. That is the whole point of the gospel. That we have an abundant life here and we go on to glory, living a life, walking on the streets of gold, standing in the presence of God. Where he will wipe away every tear, where there'll be no more pain, where there'll be no more death, where there'll be no more sorrow. That's what I want to enter into. But I also love the hope of his glory here on earth. That though things may be upside down and things are being turned around all around me, that I can still enter into a peace that surpassed my understanding, that I have a hope against hope, that I have a joy, that he is the joy of my salvation, that there is a laughter in my heart in spite of all the things that are going on around me. That is life, family. That is what he means by the abundant life, that I will give you peace when everybody else is in turmoil, that I will give you joy when everybody is sad that I will make you rich when everybody is in lack that I will give you flavor when people are closing doors and on other people I will give you favor and open doors that no man can shut do you hear what I'm saying that I will give healing in your body when people who are dying in their sick bed I will give you life and I will quicken your mortal body and bring restoration and healing to the cells and the arteries I want to give you life there is benefits to walking with Jesus Christ there is benefits family and I want you to have those benefits you don't get more than just a savior you get this awesome benefit package not just for eternity but here on life here in this life to have a benefit package the glory of God the rest of God 
the mercy, the grace, the power, the authority, the anointing. This is the best benefit package that I've ever received in my life. This confidence, this boldness, this zeal, this fire that I can't put out, that I don't want to put out because it, it makes me feel alive. Being filled with the Holy Spirit of God makes me feel alive when I once was dead. Now I'm alive in Christ. And all I had to do was repent and say, Jesus, come into my life. Be my Lord and Savior. Wash me with your blood. Cleanse me from all unrighteousness. Make me whole. Make me yours. I give you my life. That's all I had to do. That's all I had to do. It was simple. It was so easy. I didn't have to, you know, cross no bridges and jump through hoops and all. No, it was so simple. It's so simple. And sometimes we make salvation so hard. Yet it's so simple. It's just a decision to say, I want life I want to live because I acknowledge that I haven't been living I've been existing but I haven't been living I, I want to live and I choose life family I love you there are someone there are some of you that may be listening to me that I do know I love you and there are some who don't know me. I love you. You are still my brother and sister in the spirit that we are connected, whether we want to believe it or not, that we need each other, whether we believe it or not, that we are all a part of the family of God and we are to help each other. The Bible says iron sharpens iron. That we help one another. That when one fall, we lift them up and we hold on to them. And that's what I'm doing. I'm holding on to you. I'm pulling you up. I mean, I'm pulling you up and I'm holding on to you. Trying to prevent you from falling. And if you are falling, I am here to encourage you that God loves you, that he loves you with an everlasting love. And all you have to say is, Father, forgive me. I repent. And he will take you back into his loving arms with no problem. But if you don't repent, you will perish. And the only person will be at fault is you.